This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Stacy Terrell, coordinator of the Custer County Kids Council. Stacy, welcome to uh, KLZR and the radio. Thank you, Gary. Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. Tell us a bit about your background. What's your backstory? How did you get here to the Valley? What did you do before this? Sure. I'm originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, my parents are still there. I have been in Custer County and Westcliff since September of 2013. I moved here about a month before my son was born. He was a wonderful blessing, but a big surprise for my husband and I. My background prior to that had been uh, pharmaceutical sales. So I continued working up until about a month before he was born, went on maternity leave and had planned to go back to work. However, uh, my position was eliminated, so chose to take the opportunity to, to be at home with him. So while that wasn't my initial plan, I was grateful for the opportunity. But being a new stay-at-home mom and being new to the community can be isolating in itself. So I found it challenging those first couple of years to connect with other families and other um, new moms, um, especially since we lived out of town a little bit. So I was anxious to do something and look into finding something that would kind of take me into my next chapter because I knew he would be starting school soon. So I joined the gym and I befriended a lady by the name of Kathy Clark, who was my predecessor here at the Kids Council. And we just chatted. And then a little while later, she told me about the council starting and if I would be interested in doing a survey to help them and Kind of long story short, it opportunity came to uh, to work here, and I was really excited about the opportunity. Kids Council deals with fairly young kids. Is that that right? is correct? So um, we work with families um, and agencies that have children between the ages of newborn to eight. And really, the mission of our council is to provide a caring, collaborative system of affordable quality and services for all children, again, prenatal to, to eight years old. So falling right into that category with the son of my, uh, my own, I understand some of the needs and challenges that families feel here in Custer County. The Kids Council is not all that old. It started within my time here in the Valley. What was the original catalyst for getting that going? How would the community benefit from having the Kids Council? Sure. Well, I think at various times that the um, community has seen the the growth and influx of new families come to the Valley with, with with young kids. And so I think they they saw the need and that they knew that there were early childhood councils across the state. And when they looked at what would be the best thing for Custer County, one of the ideas was, well, maybe we'll partner with the count, one of the councils out of our neighboring partners, say, for example, Fremont or Pueblo. I remember or Pueblo. those conversations. Right. Um, but as they looked more into it, they found that we were such a unique county that we might get lost if we just partnered with them because there are other councils that do cover more than one county in the state. So there was a real concern that partnering with one of the surrounding counties, we might get lost in our needs would not be addressed because we are unique because we're, we're rural and geographically isolated more than some of the other surrounding counties. So they just decided that would be best to kind of start our own council. And they started in, it was about May of 2017. So we're coming up on being about four years old. We're still definitely one of the newer and younger ones around the state. 
So Custer County Kids Council, missions and goals. Well, like I said, really, we want to be able to to provide services and and address needs for families that have children between the ages, again, of prenatal to, to eight. But the big goal is just to make sure that children are ready for school as well as life beyond school um, and that they have access to all of the resources they need, whether that's social emotional resources, health care, school readiness, just anything that they might need, again, to prepare them to have equal opportunity like other children around the state. There are several organizations within town which overlap at least in terms of dealing with kids, if you will. Uh, Children's Health Fund is a grantor. They have money to give away. What is the Kids Council's role in the community? Are you a funder? Do you do projects? Are you a coordinator? How do you view it? I would say we are all of the above. Really, we are definitely try to be a collaborator amongst the different agencies and help promote some of their programs within the community from a communication standpoint. Um, We're also looking to help build systems, early child care systems here within our county. So for example, let's say that the council actually goes away, those systems and those relationships have been built so that the programs and resources for the children and the families are still there. So again, I would say all of the above. We also have been direct services. For example, during this last year, during the pandemic, all of the early childhood councils across the state were given FEMA supplies to help families in need. So female supplies, including uh, baby wipes, baby diapers, formula, cleaning supplies that we were able to get out directly to families and to our local child care providers as well. So we do find ourselves to be direct services as well. But like I said, ideally, we want to be all of the above. Speaking about the Children's Health Fund, we help promote that with our members and our partners. So if they have a specific idea in mind, we encourage them and help them send in the application. So it wouldn't necessarily be the Kids Council applying for a grant from the Children's Health Fund. It would be one of our partner agencies, for example, Public Health or the library. Your group is working on uh, child care for the county. You you mentioned that a bit up front. Uh, Tell me a bit more. Custer County would be considered a child care desert. And what I mean by that is that we have three licensed child care providers in our county. We have two family home child care providers, and then we have the preschool at our school. Our two local child care providers are capped on how many children they can take care of. One of them can take care of up to six children, and the other one can take up to care of up to nine children. But between the two of them, they can only take care of four children under the age of four. So that's what I mean by we are a child care desert. We have a lot more children under the age of two years old than just four. So we're really looking at trying to expand child care here in Custer County. It's a huge need. And how would that expansion happen, uh, ideally? Through a lot of collaboration. And thankfully, if there's, I would say, a silver lining from this pandemic this last year, it really brought 
out the need for additional childcare. And so there's a lot of collaboration going on between the Kids Council, the school. Um, I like to give some credit to Mr. McFalls because he's really started the conversation in the community about the need for childcare as the school was directly impacted by the lack of childcare in Custer County. So we're working with other partners in the the county, excuse me, to really look at what that means from funding, space, finding people, helping them possibly get scholarships and or um, the licensing and and certifications they need to have um, their early child care license. So it's really a huge collaborative effort, but I've seen more work in the last month around this topic than I have personally since I've been here the last seven years. That sounds positive. Let me remind folks we're visiting with Stacy Terrell, coordinator of the Custer County Kids Council. Let me ask a question about just process. When I saw the Kids Council a few years ago, I was amazed at how many folks were on it. So what's the current basic makeup of the Kids Council? Sure. So we have, um, it varies, um, but we have around 15 members, and then we have supporters of the Kids Council. But for example, here in Custer County, we, you know, our school, our members, our school administration, our principal, our superintendent, um, the West Cut. West Custer County Library, Public Health, and then we have partner agencies that come in and work in Custer County. So for example, Star Point Early Childhood Services comes out of Canyon, and then we have other um, partner agencies that come out of Canyon as well. So again, local groups that have programs and resources that focus on the early, you know, early childhood, newborn to eight, Um, and then people that come and help, people in agencies that come and help um, Custer County that might be in their region, for example, those are partner members as well. I remember from before, it seemed like one of the key strengths of the Kids Council was it was just a place where a lot of people came together with different backgrounds who represented different organizations, and there was a lot of, oh, do you know about this? And uh, right. There was a lot of exchange of information that was probably useful and might not have happened otherwise. Exactly, and I think that's been um, one of the long the the goals and continuing goal of the council is to connect different people that maybe they didn't know they had this program or this service and be a collaborator and a coordinator for the community. So, mm-hmm. and kind of like I said, so that we can continue those relationships amongst the different members and partner agencies, so that if and when something certainly the council wants to continue, but that the work would continue continue even if the council went away, but the work and the programs could continue. Stacy, an important question. The Kids Council has received significant funds in the COVID-19 relief funds to help families and other members of the community. Can you fill us in on that? And what's the status? Where do you stand? Absolutely. So we were really excited about that opportunity. I learned about the COVID-19 relief funds that were available at the state level um, back in April. So I actually applied um, not just on behalf of the Kids Council, but for the entire county. I applied back in April to this relief fund, and it was just for communities and counties that had been impacted by the pandemic. So we applied the first time for relief of $25,000, and we were granted that. And it was specific for food needs, food insecurities, 
cleaning supplies, whatever it was that we needed in the community at the time. And we partnered, again, collaboration was key. We certainly partnered with the public health and our emergency management team. And then our school, some of the local businesses, our child care providers. So for example, some of the things that we did throughout the summer with those funds was some food drives, food box distributions. The school continued feeding school-aged children last spring when they were doing the remote learning. And with those funds, we were able to utilize their distribution channel, meaning when families would come up to the school to pick up food or our bus drivers delivered the food, we were able to include food for adults in the family, not just the school-aged children. So it was a great, great impact for our community. So are those funds distributed? Are there any left? What's the timing on the whole thing? Absolutely. There are still funds left. We received a total of $100,000 for our community. We have uh, we, get, we were awarded another 25000 just this past January. So we have about $50,000 left. And so again, what we've been able to do is an expand on those, expand on utilizing those funds to not only include food needs, hygiene cards, um, but we've helped with utility relief, rent relief. We also were able to help when our childcare providers had to close because of the pandemic, we were able to reimburse them for lost wages. I know that's been a huge impact um, surrounding counties, especially with childcare homes and centers that had to close because of the pandemic and were never able to reopen. So that was a, a huge need. But if you have a need, if you've been affected by this pandemic, please reach out to us at the Kids Council because there are funds available to help you. And these aren't just for families that have children between, again, newborn to eight. These funds are for everybody in our community from newborn to 99 and older that have been affected by the pandemic. So please reach out to us because there are funds and relief still available. So how can community members best connect with your organization? They can email me. They can reach me through our Facebook page. And um, they can also call me. My phone is available and open to them. So whatever is easiest to get a hold of me. And then I work with what the needs are for that particular family or individual. Or if they're working with one of our partner agencies, can work with them. For example, DHS and I have, have worked very well to get some of these funds out to some of their clients. Stacy, do you have a website for your organization? We do have a website. It's custerkids.org. So you can find us there. And then we do have a Facebook page, Custer County Kids Council. Are there any things on the horizon that you'd really like to see happen that you think are particular weaknesses within the community? Sure. Obviously, we've already talked about the need to expand childcare here in Custer Mm -hmm. County. So that's a huge focus and um, short-term and long-term goal of the council, as well as work with the local, our local health clinic. Um, Obviously, we have a new partnership with them in the heart of the Rockies. So working with them to bring more early childhood health services locally here, because I think a lot of people go down the hill as far as there's no pediatricians here, et cetera. So that's another long-term goal as well as provide social-emotional counseling or social-emotional needs for our families. I I sadly don't think we've seen the social-emotional fallout yet from this pandemic, especially with our young children. So um, being able to help and address those needs as as we start to move forward with getting past the pandemic. 
Stacy, as we run out of time, any final thoughts? Yes, I would actually like to share um, really quickly about some funds that have become available from the state. Expanding an emergency child care grant. As I mentioned earlier, we are a huge child care desert. So if there are families or parents or moms that were had thought about maybe taking care of children outside of their own in their family home, there are going to be funds available to help um, do that and help you get you started. And if you are interested in that, I would really ask you to reach out to me because I can certainly get you started in accessing some of those funds that would be available for you to, to do that. So please reach out to us and I can share more detailed information about that expanding an emergency child care grant that's available now. And once again, your uh, contact information, your website uh, for folks who might be interested in getting in touch. CusterKids.org. And then again, you can find us on Facebook at Custer County Kids Council. Stacy, thanks for stopping by. Thanks again, Gary, for having us. We appreciate it. We've been visiting with Stacy Terrell, coordinator of the Custer County Kids Council. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 